time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Welcome once again to the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Strollt here with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. Click free consultation to schedule a time to meet with Glenn at your convenience. On today's program, we're going to be talking about your retirement plan and whether or not it's out of tune. You know, even if you have a solid financial plan in place, things can get quickly out of tune if you don't make adjustments from time to time. Just like an instrument, Glenn, I suppose. The instrument's still good. It's still a solid, great instrument as long as the strings are attached and it's you know not broken or anything like that. But, you know, instruments get out of tune from time to time from maybe sitting there too long or weather changes. You know, things in, in the environment can make those strings tighten, loosen, and get out of tune. And so we need to do some adjusting uh, every once in a while to them. And so we're going to talk about some of the areas where we often see people get out of tune in their financial plan as well and where we need to make some of those small tweaks and changes occasionally. Ready to play along? Absolutely, Walter. Let's go. Okay, perfect. All right, so first one on the list is future tax considerations. How can those get out of tune? Well, Walter, I mean, you know, again, I mean, if, if folks have listened to us for a while, they know that that's one of the, that's one of the themes, right? That that uh, that I really I really hit on is is that folks really need to be tax aware, right? And their planning needs to be tax aware planning, you know. And again, I asked I, I asked that question of folks. It's like, what do you think is going to happen in the future as far as taxes go? For years, I've you know gotten the you know the the answer from from the vast majority of people that they think you know taxes are going to go up in the future, right? And, you know, particularly in, t- in today's world, when we see, you know, was, as, we, as we've come through, you know, the, you know, the pandemic and all of the, all of the, the, the spending that's happened and, and you know, and the, you know, the different things, the, the government policy and whatnot, I mean, you know, there's, there's an enormous amount that, that's been added to the, the, the debt and the deficits, you know, as, as, as our country. I mean, you know, folks, were, there was a lot of folks that were concerned about the size of the national debt. And the and the size of the deficits even before you know the coronavirus, right? And it's just you know added that much more to it. And so you know you have to ask yourself the question. It's like okay, well, with all these things that are that are that are happening, you know, how is that going to get paid for? I mean, you know, I don't want to get political. I mean, you may you may like you know some of the proposals, you might not like some of the proposals, and and there and there's merits on you know on all the different sides of that depending upon who you are and what you want what you want to see happen but you still have to ask the question how is it going to get paid for right and you know, and so you know, the the reality is is that, you know that the government you know the 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 major source for them you know to to have revenue coming in is from taxes and so you know you think in terms of well who's going to pay taxes and, and it's going to be it's going to be the folks that have money, right? I mean, and and so if you have money and you have money saved, you you know you for retirement, you have to think in terms of well, what is going to be the the, the scenario as you start drawing money out of those accounts? You know, are there going to be tax implications for the vast majority of people? There are, and so there you know then you have to ask yourself the question: are, are there things that I can do to possibly position things in such a way that that I can reduce what that that exposure is out there? It's really an important piece of the overall, you know, planning that that you really want to do. You know, it, it's not that you're necessarily going to become a, you know, a, a you know, a tax professional. You know, in, in terms of thinking about your your retirement plan, but you want to be aware 
of you know what what is there you know if, if you start t drawing out of this account now versus later you know and what how is how is your you know if you have a pension how is that going to be treated if you you know when you turn on social security how is that gonna how's that gonna go how are all those things going to interact with one another because let's face it when you when you were in your working years you know or if you're in your working years i mean the vast majority of your income is coming from wages right you got you know basically one source um for as you know for the for the basis of what your income is going to be and it's taxed the same way year in and year out well if you start you start moving into retirement now suddenly you're going to have probably two or three or four possibly more different different you know sources of income right cash flows and not ne not necessarily all of them are going to be treated the same way and you have some degree of control not you don't have control of the of the of the tax system and the tax rates or the thresholds of what takes you into the next tax bracket but what you do have some degree of control over is is when you turn on a particular you know benefit like when do you turn on social security when do you start drawing money out of a, a particular account? Can you draw some money out of this account and some money out of another account and keep yourself from going into another tax bracket? You know, can you potentially do some Roth conversions? You know, you know before you know before you hit certain ages, you know that that's going to create a you know a, a favorable you know tax benefits in the future. There are all kinds of questions that come into there, and you have more control than you think. But, you know, you, as, as the old saying goes, it's like you can't control the wind, but you can control your sails. Right. And you do have more you do have more choice points as to what you're going to do and how you're going to do it when you're in retirement than when you're in your working years. And if that's not part of your overall planning, you kind of have to think, OK, well, you know, uh, to whom am I listening? You know, is, is, you know, am I am I you know talking to somebody who's only helping me with the, you know, with, you know, with the picks inside of my account? Or are we looking at all of the, you know, you know, more full encompassing, you know, of what's of how, how am I going to hold on to more of this money? How is it going to be there? How am I going to avoid sending too much to Washington? You know, and, you know, and, and making sure that that your money really works for you. And so it's 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 different planning and taxes come into, into play when we start thinking about retirement income and retirement planning. We're talking about these ways that your financial plan, your retirement plan can get out of tune and uh, future tax considerations can certainly cause that plan to get off track a little bit if we're uh, not ready to adjust and then change that. So, yeah, be ready to do some retuning there as different rules come across uh, you know, the, the plate, so to speak. Uh, having the right amount of life insurance can be something that can cause your retirement plan out of tune. How often is that actually changing and adjusting for somebody where it might cause a, a plan to go out of tune? Well, Walter, I mean, it's an interesting thing, right? I mean, you know, life insurance is is a very interesting product, you know, so to speak, in the in the you know in the in the financial marketplace. You know, there there are some folks that wouldn't you know wouldn't be you know I'll do a little pun here is like they wouldn't be caught dead without it, right? I mean, you know, it's it's some people absolutely positively are going to you know they they want to have it in place, right? There are other folks that feel like, hey, you know what, I you know I had some insurance you know for 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 a period of time. And now I've uh, these other accounts that, that that are here that I'm, I feel like I'm self-insured at this point. And sometimes that can be true, and sometimes it might not be true, right? I mean, it, it, you but you know you you gotta you gotta kind of weigh it all out and see well what's going to happen and what are the different scenarios that could potentially take place, right? And so you know you look at life insurance and you say well what can it do, right? Well you know or what are the characteristics of it? Well you know one thing that is you know is nice about it is the death benefits are are, are you know are, are tax free, 
right? You know, there, there's no there's no taxes on on that on that benefit. You know, is is like you know an income tax that might be due on a on an IRA that you know that, that you might inherit or that you might be passing on. So there's 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 possible you know tax implications that that could be favorable in utilizing life insurance as part of a strategy. Right. There also is a scenario where it's like if, you know, one spouse passes away before the other, which is pretty typical. We, we've talked in, you know, in past episodes about and when that happens, you know, one of the Social Security checks, the, the smaller the two drops off, you know, there might be a reduction in pension or, or a complete elimination of a pension. You know, is there, is there a need to have, a, you know, an infusion of, 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 of more money to be able to create additional income? Sometimes that comes, you know, through, you know, through life insurance. Right. There may be a scenario where we, we might want to think in terms of making our money do multiple things. We've talked about that as well, Walter. Right. And we've talked about the need to have some sort of a hedge in place for long term care or chronic or chronic care needs. Right. And so interestingly enough, you know, there, there are there are some life insurance types of policies out there that can be you know, designed in such a way that they can be there for death benefit if you know if, if you never used it right for anything while you are alive but there are, there are some policies that can be designed in such a way that that if you needed long term care right then you may be able to tap into that death benefit for you know for you know for those kind of those those kind of needs while you're still alive and that ends up being a very interesting scenario for a lot of folks because we end up with a with a with a with a way of positioning money that it's going to one way or the other it's either going to go to your benefit or your needs or your health or it's going to be passed on to heirs versus you know if if you put it over here in in a, in a different way then you know it might end up it might end up just you know just you know going to an insurance company or possibly you know you go into to a long term care facility and you don't have any kind of other hedge in place and you end up depleting your resources and you're unable to do the things that you wanted to do for for kids and grandkids or possibly even the surviving spouse so there are needs for life insurance you know not everybody has the same needs some some folks might not need it at all some folks might need you know might really need to you know to have some considerations but again, it's it's something that you you want to think in terms of, you know, will it work for me or should I have it in my overall plan? And 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 sometimes the answer is yes, even when you when you're when you didn't realize it. And sometimes the answer is no when you thought that you might. So it's not a one size fits all, but you really need to understand how it can work and 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 you know, it can it can it serve a, a vital role within your overall planning. We're talking about these things that happen in the financial world that can cause then our retirement plan to get out of tune, or maybe things that happen in our lives that can cause these issues. Um, Another area where we see this happen, Glenn, is uh, the conversation about having the right amount of cash in the bank. This is something that you can have one answer now, but then five or 10 years from now, just depending on various things, that could get out of tune pretty easily. And it seems surprising, and it seems like not a bad problem to have maybe too much cash in the bank, but uh, and definitely it is a problem to have too little maybe cash in the bank. But how often does this pop up as a problem that you see? Yeah, well, Walter, I mean, it, I mean, it, it can be, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, you want Goldilocks, you want just the right amount, right? So, you know, what is the right amount of, you know, of cash in the bank, you know, and for the, you know, for the vast majority of people, you should probably think in terms of, you know, maybe six months to a year of, you know, of, of, of living expenses, right? I mean, that's kind of the, the idea of what, you know, was what would be, a, a, you know, the, the kind of the right idea of as what, what might be there in the bank. Some folks are a little light there. 
Right. And, you know, and, and, and it's possible that to have other ways of, you know, of, of, of covering, you know, of covering, uh, you know, the, the possibility of, of, of having a blip, you know, or a bump in the road. It's not necessarily always has to be cash in the bank, but you have to have some way of, of knowing that you're going to that you, you know, if, if unexpected things happen, that you have a way of covering it and you have access to capital, so to speak. Right. And that can come from cash in the bank. It can come from other other possibilities, depending upon what kind of assets you have. But, you know, you want to make sure that there is enough, but the, it can also be a scenario where there can be there can be too, you know, there can be too much. Right. And you say, well, how can you have too much cash in the bank? Well, I mean, if you look at what the bank banks are paying and what interest rates are at this point, you know, I mean, you're not you're not getting much. Right. And, you know, and, and what little bit that you do get, you know, is typically going to be subject to taxation. And so, you know, the, the, you end up you end up with with almost nothing. So it's just like you're sitting there with, a, you know, with assets that are not working for you. And that's not to say that you want to necessarily put them at risk, but there are there are other there are other ways of looking at it, and there are other places that you can potentially, you know, you know, set money aside to be able to uh, to create, um, you know, the the you know the the safety. I mean, that's typically why people have money in the bank, right? They want to have some money that they have that they have they they know is not subject to downside risk, and they also want to know that 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 there's a certain amount of liquidity that they can access when they need it, right? I mean, that's typically why you keep money in the bank. And so there are there are other possibilities to look at if you really want to try to explore and see, well, what are your options? How much liquidity do you need? How much downside protection do you need? You know, where, where are your other assets positioned? You know, some folks are going to need more downside protection with a portion of their money than others. You know, and, and it also, you know, comes to personality and, and you know, intolerance and, and, you know, and, and what is your, you know, what is your, you know, how much is your, is your regular reliable, you know, income cash flow? Do you have, do you have money that, that's coming in from a pension that's going to last through your, through your lifetime and, you know, possibly your spouse's lifetime as well? Well, then in that scenario, you might not need as much sitting there, you know, as somebody else who doesn't have that. So, again, it's not a one size fits all, but you want to really, you know, do some exploration to say, you know, you know, well, what's the right amount to have and do I have too much or too little? And ultimately, you know, you you kind of have to ask, you know, answer some of those questions that we've just been talking about. I think all of these are big issues to discuss and to talk about, and that's why we're bringing them up on today's show about getting out of tune in your retirement plan. So we've seen it already talking about tax considerations in the future, life insurance, how much cash in the bank. Last but not least, Glenn, and and we could continue to talk about lots of ways that your plan can get out of tune, but just to cover one more for today's episode, having the right amount of risk. This is something that can change pretty frequently or change because of a lot of different factors for somebody, right? Well, sure it can, Walter. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's one of those things that's always out there when you're thinking about, you know, where do you have your money, right? And, you know, and, and for, you know, the vast majority of Americans that, that, that have put money aside for retirement, you know, they're, they're, you know, they have some variable accounts that are in the markets that can go, you know, that, that can go up in value and down in value, you know, and, you know, they, they may have a, you know, a trend over time. But also you have to think in terms of where are you in life and, you know, are you at a place where you're accumulating and putting money in? Or are you at a place where you're, you know, where you're taking, you know, where you're you're looking to preserve it and, you know, and possibly taking money out? Right. And, you know, and so you're, you know, the, the amount of risk that you have, you know, that's kind of one of the first places we start is, you know, you know, you know, what, where, you know, how old are you and what, what assets and resources do you have? 
you know, are you in retirement? Are you, are you, you know, within a few years of retirement, you know, are, you know, are you, are you, you know, a long ways from retirement? And, and do you, do you have a pension? You know, what, what is your, what are your lifestyle needs? Is your mortgage paid off? There's all kinds of pieces to, you know, to, or questions to ask, right. In, in terms of, you know, what's the r- right amount of risk and what's your, what's your comfort level as well. And so it's not going to be the it's not going to be the same for everybody, and it's going to also sometimes you know it's it's going to um, you know be different within the household, right? You have one spouse that's more comfortable with more risk, and one that's that's less comfortable, and so you have to, you have to balance that out, and you have to think in terms of well, you know, where are you, right? And and it's that's not a one size fits all. But you got to make sure that that it's it's not just a feeling necessarily, because I mean I've talked to a lot of folks who are who are very comfortable with with the with the ebbs and flows and the ups and downs of the market, and they feel like that that served them very well of being able to basically just kind of be you know to to not worry about it over time because that you know it's it's and and if they've done that, oftentimes it's it's served them very well through time. The question is, is, you know, are you going into a different phase where you need your money to do different things than what you needed to do it before? Right. When you're in the accumulation phase, you need your money to grow, period. Right. You need to see, you know, you, you've got it. you got to let that money grow and, and you're saving for retirement. You're trying to create as big a nest egg as you as you can. Right. And then, you know, but on the other but on the other side, when you when you start transitioning into retirement, do you have do you have the same needs? Do you, do you need the, your money to do the same things? And for the vast majority of people, the answer is no. Right. I mean, the, the answer is, is like I still need some of that, but I also need other things. Right. I need some stability. I need to know that I'm going to have reliable income. I'm going to you know, I want to know that I don't have to worry about, you know, what the markets are going to do as to whether or not I take a vacation or not, because now all of a sudden money's starting to come out of the account. And even if, you know, and, and even if it's like a scenario where you don't necessarily need the money to come out of the account, you might reach a point where it's like the required minimum distributions force you to take money out. And so that, you know, if money has to come out in that scenario, it's like, you know, well, you know, where, where was your account value at that time? Was it up? Was it down? And you might end up being a scenario where it's a very expensive withdrawal that you were forced to take. So you've got to you've got to you know look at all of the different factors that are there, and and it's like and you got to evaluate it. And like you say, Walter, it can change over time. And you know, and, and another another real key time is in terms of when that might shift is is you know if we have a passing of one of the spouses, right? And then you know another spouse is less maybe less comfortable with, you know, with risk and they may be less comfortable with understanding, you know, you know, how different things work. And so you got to make sure that, that there's a really a roadmap there, so to speak, to, you know, to make sure that you're, you're going to be okay no matter what happens. And if something happens to you, that your spouse is going to be okay. And part of the answering those questions is how much risk is, do you have and how much is appropriate? Well, this is huge and uh, important, something that we've got to make sure we address when it comes to that risk element, and that can get a financial plan out of tune so bad that if it were an instrument, Glenn, I think the audience would be booing if we didn't get the instrument in tune in time for the performance. And that's what it's like if you don't have the right amount of risk figured out in your portfolio. You're going to hear the boos when it comes time for that retirement plan. So we have got to just make sure that that part of the equation is correct, along with the other things that we've talked about on today's show. But that is certainly a big one. Uh, If your retirement plan might be out of tune in one of the ways that we've talked about today, or maybe even just from a different angle, 
Talk that out with Glenn and the team at Roadmap Financial Consulting by calling 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. You can also go to roadmapfinancial.com. Schedule a free consultation by clicking that button at the bottom of the page and schedule a time to meet right from your smartphone or computer. Again, all you have to do is call 336-291-3535 or go online to roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, thanks for the help on today's show. Enjoyed it, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right, Walter. Talk to you then. We'll have another new episode for you on tap next week right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. <laughs> 